Hello, everybody. Welcome back to, I don't know what season this is, but this is the (laughs) first episode back after my little summer hiatus and break. I am so excited to be back on the Slumber Party Podcast, and we have a real treat for you today. (laughs) I am here with Michelle Agnello. Hello, Michelle. Hello. How's it going? So good. I'm so excited that you're on this episode. I am so happy to be here. This is my first podcast ever. (gasps) And it is like, I am just starting with a bang. Oh, I'm so glad. That's such a that's such a compliment to me. We actually worked together for I mean, I, I, I can't really take any credit, but we kind of did our newborn program um, with your youngest and she was so amazing. Like I was like, do you, are you sure? Do you need anything? You're like, no, she sleeps. I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> no, but, but you we'll know what? It. You actually were totally helpful and so many good reminders from my eldest the first time around. It was, um, it made it much smoother. So Yes. Oh, I mean, I'm so glad. I feel like it's that second time parenting thing too, where you're just so calm, cool, and collected. And I feel like they feed off your energy and they're like, I'm fine. I'll just sleep. It's all good. I don't know if I would go that far, but you know, the universe (laughs) gives you what you can handle. And so she sleeps. God bless. (laughs) I say that all the time. Well, we are actually talking, I want to give a little brief heads up to our listeners. This is a sponsored episode, um, but you've been here long enough. I don't do sponsored episodes about things I'm not obsessed with. I don't have a lot of sponsored uh, episodes. This is sponsored by Philips Advent, and we will be talking about products that we genuinely love. Um, So if it feels at times you're like, hey, wow, you're talking specifically about a product. That's weird. No, you're not imagining it. We are, but um, with our whole heart. And we're talking about boobs, bottles, and back to work. Uh, We did a masterclass on this in September, September 13th. That masterclass will be available on my website for a free download. Thanks, Philips Avent, for doing that. Um, And we thought, you know, it's one thing, those masterclasses are so awesome, but it's one thing to actually have uh, an actual conversation with a human about your real experience. And Michelle agreed to come and talk to me about this, which I'm so thankful. And, uh, you know, I just like to jump right in. Michelle, you are a back to work mom. I mean, you were working during, I mean, you're a parent mat leave, or I don't know if you took a mat leave, but you had a baby and you were working. And I want to tell us about your back to work experience. Yeah. I mean, with my eldest, I had a formal mat leave, but I still worked. And then with my little one um, who was born just under a year ago, she was born this past November. I didn't take a mat leave. Um, I'm a full-time content creator. So I kept doing all of that and it was right around the holidays. So it was a super busy time. So yeah, it was really right back into it um, Mm -hmm. and kind of navigating, getting all of those things done while still being a mom, breastfeeding, obviously being a huge part of that. Um, Yeah. My, um, my boobs don't work the best with breastfeeding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My boobs don't work. Not really. I'm sure they work. (laughs) You know what? They work for other things, Amanda, but in this particular instance, they did not. And um, I really, I really tried to be honest, like both times around, 
really wanted to make it happen. My supply was just no good. Um, I struggled a lot. And to your point surrounding Phillips, I was actually doing a partnership with them at the time. And they were so supportive. I was like, listen, you guys sent me this amazing breast pump. It's great. It's convenient. It's light. It's so easy to clean. It's all of the great things that I just am not able mm-hmm. to do it. And they were so great. And, you know, we're just like, Hey, fed is best. And I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And that's just yes. kind of my mantra with both my kids. And they've both been 95th percentile height and weight. So I'm like, you know what? They're doing all right. 100%. Um, yeah. And so I kind of was a formula mom basically from like the three week point with both my girls. And yeah. um, it's helped a lot because especially with working right away, I was able to have like my husband and like, you know, if my mom was over whatever, help me feed the girls. And um, yeah. we used the Philips natural bottles, which was great. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm just lucky that they both took them or if it really is just because the design is like made that way but neither of my girls bought it so that was like literally a godsend because I'm pretty sure it would have broke my heart and just stressed me out so much if that had been something else that I had to deal with oh my gosh I well so I I'm so biased and this is why when we talk about like sponsored episodes I'm like no 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 I was I would do this for free and have done it for free <laughs> because we had a similar situation. Like I was, I didn't know when I was going back to work, basically. Had my first baby. I was a teacher. And I mean, unlike now, you know, post-pandemic where teachers are like, I'm done and leaving and there's a gazillion jobs and we can't fill those spaces. Um, back in 2014, like getting a teaching job, a full-time permanent teaching job was like impossible. And oh, yeah. I found my full-time permanent teaching role at an all-girls school that I really wanted to work at. It was literally a dream. I couldn't believe it. Um, but I, prior to that, I was so like, I felt like I had a premonition that I knew that was coming. And so I was very keen on getting my daughter on a bottle as soon as I could, because I didn't want to be in this situation where I was like, surprise, you're hired in September. um, And now your child can't take a bottle. Um, Because that did happen. I was hired in September, but we really, really struggled with boob to bottle um, and that combination feeding thing. And so we, oh my God, I think I spent so much money on like, you know, this bottle, that bottle. And then finally, I, I think we bought like two bottles. It just wasn't working. And then we had all of these sample bottles that had been given to us. You know, like you go to a baby show or you do a thing where totally. you like go to a maternity store and they're like, have a bottle. You're like, great, fine. So I kept all of it. And I remember I took out the Phillips Avent bottle. I fed it to her and she took it. And I was like, ah, ah, oh my God, oh my God, it's happening, it's happening. And so I am so like thankful <laughs> for that. We just, I mean, and that was started our love affair uh, with the Phillips Avent bottle. And so, I mean, and now what I really love is like they have a glass option and it might be totally aesthetic, but I think I'd prefer a glass option now um, than plastic. What do you use? I use use both actually. I like the plastic for on the go because I keep it in like that little side piece in the baby bag and I don't want to be like obviously smashing it, but I love the glass because like, I just feel, you know, it's, 
I, I don't know, maybe it's my mind, but I feel like it's super sanitary just because glass yeah. is like really easy to I clean. Know. And I do, Same. yeah, right? And I yes. do like the weightiness of it in like my hand. Yeah. Um, again, when they were still, um, when I was still doing night feeds, the plastic was kind of nice, but mm-hmm. honestly, like we love the glass. Like yeah. so good. I just feel like you get a good grip. I don't know. I love them. I love them. Totally. I also found that, you know, I I did have a lot of um, like supply. I could have felt. I I really truly believe that there were people in communities. I know I've said this on this podcast before, who were meant to feed everyone in in the community. Like back in the day, like a million years ago, like you had the you had the the wet nurse, right? And she's like, I can feed your baby, and I can feed yours. Your boobs don't work. Bring your baby over here. That would have been me in another time. Like I had so much milk. Um, oh, I'm so and- jealous. <laughs> well, it, I mean, so it sounds, it, it was great, but then there are issues with that. I had oversupply because my, right. my body was like, are you feeding seven kids? And I'm like, no. But what happened is my flow was really fast. And I found that initially I was buying these like nipple sizes that weren't like satisfying my daughter basically. And so I was like, could it be that she needs a faster flow? Thankfully Phillips has a range of nipple sizes um, and flows. So I was able to increase that. And that really actually was a a game changer for us. Um, So for those who are kind of making that boob to bottle like transition, that could be something that is like, don't necessarily go by age, go by your flow and what you know about your boobs already. Um, that made all the difference for us. And I will echo that just because, um, my eldest literally was the same and we had to like up the flow on the bottle nipples to be more for her or she would get frustrated. Like so much so that her nickname is piggy to this day, because like (laughs) that, that is just like, she was just a little piggy. Like she just wanted a bottle. Right. And like, she just wanted a lot of it. And my, my youngest now is the same. Like she's already um, on the max flow one, but she was on that like earlier than the age prescribed it, you know? Yeah. So I think that's a great tip. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I feel like, I mean, that's the whole other thing. Like when, I mean, I know that you weren't able to pump and you formula fed and, and fed is best. Um, it's funny because I was actually yesterday on my Instagram, I wrote a post about pumping and it's funny, like people's like, I haven't pumped in six years, six and a half years. So things have changed so much. And just like even my close friends were like, oh, you know, pumping was so challenging and so difficult. And then meanwhile, like when I was doing this promotion, um, Philip sent me their pump to take a look at and be like, hey, like take a look, see if it feels aligned. And I was like, yeah, for sure. I spent no joke a minute being like, where's the pump? And then I realized the pump is literally like no bigger than this cell phone. What has happened? <laughs> it comes with a belt. Amazing. I know. No, the belt is incredible. Like again, <laughs> I actually I did actually try it for a few weeks. I just didn't have the supply. So like I physically did use it. And yeah. compared to the other brand who we shall not name whose model I had with my first daughter where I literally needed to be plugged into a wall and it made me like hate the whole experience this one 
amazing. Yeah. Like if you, yeah. if you were someone like you who had a good supply, you would be done in like two seconds. I, I swear. It's amazing. Well, the, they sent me the double electric breast pump and what I kept thinking about, so you don't have to be like, I didn't test this out. It, it's a claim, but you don't have to be hunched over. Like there's like a gravity thing. Like the suction is like, you can just be living your life, like sitting around doing life. And for me, I was hardcore. I like went to the U S I bought, um, a car adapter for my pump so I could pump on the way and on the way back. And it was me driving. If you're watching a video, I'm totally hunched over like a maniac for like, I'm like, here we go. And I mean, I just can't believe that, you know, this is not like 1995. This was like 2014. And I'm just so happy that the technology has evolved with the time. This has a rechargeable battery, the belt where it's on you, keeping you like, I don't know. It feels like just such a much more humane process and and so much less invasive. A hundred percent. And like, even to your point, like even saying, oh, 1995, even then, like women have been breastfeeding for like centuries. Like why is this only now? But I mean, whatever, I'm grateful that it is now. And it's yeah. one of those things that like I'm the first of my very close friends to have had babies. So mm-hmm. all of my friends, like I will be telling them that too. Like, do not go for one of those antiquated models where you are literally stuck to a wall and you feel mm-hmm. like honestly like a cow. Like it's it's not nice. Totally. It's not fun. No. Right? No. But this makes it so much nicer in that you can actually get other stuff done while you're doing it. I think especially yeah. with like multiples. Like I, I wouldn't have had the time to sit there no. plugged into a wall with a toddler, you know? No. So I, I mean, well, that's that's the whole thing, right? Like, especially with like multiple kids and I don't know, there's just something about you you really feel like a factory animal. And and some of the responses yesterday about pumping were just around the lines of like, you know, I feel I feel like a cow. I feel like it's a full-time job. And I'm like, yeah. So listen, anyone who knows me, my clients, anyone who's working with me, I'm always doing something else. Like the option to multitask is so I have I have a treadmill under my desk because why shouldn't I be getting my steps while I'm on the call and on a call all day? Like I'm not now, but I could be. Um, Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm so, I'm so obsessed. And I mean, I feel like it's important to also talk about this as well because I've learned a lot about breastfeeding in this role. Um, I thought I knew a lot just having breastfed. But what we do know is like every boob really is different. The chest capacity, your feeding capacity, the amount of ducts you have per boob is different. And so what I really like about this particular pump is that there are eight stimulation and 16 expression levels. That is next level shit. I, mm-hmm. I will edit that out if I can't say shit, but this is a game changer. And I keep thinking about my, my clients who struggle with pumping or struggle with getting that output. You really might be able to configure a setting to really increase that, uh, that output significantly. Um, and I found it was like, that definitely is a, is a difference from my past experience of like, well, this is a pump. These are your boobs hook yourself up and good luck. We'll get what we get. 
I definitely, and I, I could be wrong, like I don't know every product on the market, but I definitely personally have not seen anything with nearly that many options. And not only like the output, yeah. like to your point, but also again, just the comfort, right? Yes. You're doing this so often, like it should be something that doesn't feel like it's hurting. A hundred percent. It's almost like we're humans too. Oh, <laughs> hi, should have just something. me mom. <laughs> We should have something that that is good and comfortable. Yeah. Okay. So, so I want to know your experience on this. I definitely have my own, but like, you know, you got your sweet ass bottle, you're pumping up a storm, your milkmaid, you're living your best life. And like, all of that is great, but you have to go to work and leave the house. How, how did that go for you? Honestly, even to present day, it's still tough. Um, my kids have like major attachment to me and like, you know, separation anxiety. I think that was amplified, not only just by like the regular like milestones and ages of like, you know, being a toddler or baby, but also the pandemic, right? Because Mm -hmm. for the most part, even when I was working, I was at home so they could physically see me. Like even right now I came to record this with you my kids are home. I had to obviously walk away to do this in a quiet place. And it was like, so where's mommy? Where's mommy? Where's mommy? Where's mommy? (laughs) So like mommy is, is, is queen, right? Which is great. And I love that. But at the same time, you have to be able to leave sometimes like just for getting stuff done in your own mental health. So um, I know with me, like obviously the fact that they could be fed by someone else was huge and kept in a good mood, but like actually leaving, it was just more like, of course, always reminding them like, mommy will be back soon. And like, now that my eldest is older, like giving tangible, like time stretches. Yeah. So she like knows I'm coming back. And then when I fulfill that, she's like, oh yeah, this is fine. Right. And like, mm-hmm. I can't communicate that with my littlest one yet because she just wouldn't grasp it. She's only 10 months, but um, we also like, and as you know, even with sleep, like we're a family that we were like a big, well, we are a big passy family. So mm-hmm. Um, being able to leave like a lobby or something to comfort them or, you know, just if they're having like a meltdown in the care of someone else, whether that's my husband, whether it's my mom, whatever, being able to give them something to comfort them is huge for me. Um, If anyone who's listening to this already follows me, um, as I mentioned, I have worked with Phillips like on other partnerships and my favorite, favorite, favorite thing is the Suvi Snuggles, which are like mm-hmm. the little weighted stuffies that attach to the passy. So I feel like if, if you're thinking of it, it is what it is. Like this is the product, like the Suzy Snuggle. It's, it's the, what do you call it? Like the default version of this. It's such a great product. I think so too. And like, I like that you can, and we've talked about this because I'm so OCD and like so germaphobe and again, like throw in a global <laughs> pandemic and just like, I'm done so right? I'm like, why is this happening? Why is this happening? So for me, it's like, I loved how easily they could detach because A, if I didn't want the, the little stuffy attached, I could take it off. But B, I could just toss it in the wash and they're like fully washable. And I also like, because again, I'm crazy. Um, I'm like a dog mom. Uh, no, I am. I am. Right. So <laughs> it's like, I didn't I think like... I was going to be this way when I had kids, but now I'm like, who is this person? Um, but like <laughs> all the little attachments that are on other things, like little eyeballs and stuff. I'm like, Oh my God, that's yeah. going to be like in her crib or in the car seat yes. while I'm driving where I don't have a clear view and they're like in a choke. So yep. these have yep. nothing else on them. It is just stuffy. Like I said, you yep. can literally just pull it off throw it in the wash. It's super easy, 
So like I swear by those and it does help with leaving them. Um, Not even just like in the care of someone else, but like even at bedtime, like, as you know, we, we used posses as like an aid for all of our sleeping. Mm -hmm. Both my girls are amazing sleepers. Thank God. Um, We actually just weaned my eldest off posses completely because she just turned three and like, but she had been using it up to them because she loved Mm -hmm. them. That was like mm-hmm. her thing, yes. right? Yeah. So, um, but now she's completely off them. My little one still uses, and yeah, like to me, it's the best. And again, the nice totally. thing is too. Speaking of different stages, as you change like passy firmness as they get older and they get teeth and all that good stuff, the same stuffies yes. attached to any passy. I, because kids get really attached to the stuffy. So that's huge. And especially yes. if they're a part of their strategy of falling asleep or what they used to soothe. Uh, and people ask me this all the time. Are um, stuffies or, or levies, I call them a levy, are they sleep associations? And generally they're not. They're a comforting item. Like it's a really nice thing. So parents shouldn't really get nervous. I, I've, my daughter had this like bunny that she slept with and we left it mm-hmm. in Muskoka one weekend. And my husband and I were like, oh my God. And she was like, it's fine, guys. Don't worry. Just give me another one. And we're like, oh, okay. So you totally. can feel really confident about that. And I feel like if you haven't, especially if you're a Canadian and you're listening to this, most parents are kind of returning back to work around that 10 or 12 month mark. That's a great time to be adding a levy. Um, uh, I mean, they're so aware. Sometimes they chat with it. Sometimes they talk about it. Um, I, it is really cute. And I, I find that because, it, you know, generally what I see on my end is when parents are going back to work, um, they have some sort of pushback, right? There's some sort of thing that the child is, um, you know, they're experiencing experiencing that separation, like truly. So they might need extra physical touch during the day. They might just be experiencing stress because, you know, your childcare setting is overwhelming. You know, if you, especially if your kiddo has been in the care of just you for, you know, 10 to 18 months, and then all of a sudden there's like four or 16 other kids, like that's a lot. So parents often experience those night wakings. They can panic. Um, this is where having that lovey can be so, so wonderful. Um, and especially the Susie snuggle is kind of weighted. So if they kind of like have it on them a little bit in a safe way, I mean, that can be additional um, soothing properties as well. Um I was going to say something about, yes, night waking. So parents are often asking me about, okay, I'm, I've gone back to work. They're up, you know, two or three times a night where they weren't. What do I do? Um, adding in the levy is really helpful, but just also making sure that you're not creating or introducing any behaviors you don't want to to continue. I am not saying leave your children and don't love them. Let's just be really clear. I mean, I know containers are listening. Yeah, I know. They're not listening to this podcast. They've like blocked me. Um, But what I am saying is like, you know, if your kid sleeps independently, you don't want to, if, if you don't want to be co-sleeping, then you don't want to bring them to your bed. If that's not something you want to do, right? If you are, Again, you don't want to pat, you don't want to shush. Anything that you do for just that night is something that you have to be committing to going forward, unfortunately. So what you need to do is you need to take the loss that night and say, tonight is going to be so shitty. They're going to wake. 
I'm going to go in, I'm going to give them a kiss and a hug. I'm going to tell them that I love them. I'm going to give them like a little hug back to bed. And then I'm going to leave. Now that night it's going to be crappy, but what you have done is you've broken this chain reaction of needing to do this new thing that you've introduced. So again, I don't ever care how anyone sleeps at all. At all. I, I mean, I have really close friends who still co-sleep with their kids. I don't care. What I do care about is introducing things that you don't want to do anymore. So just don't do that because then everyone comes back and they're like, how did this happen? I'm like this. It's behavior. This is why. This is why. So you've heard it here first. Oh my gosh. We're, so I like to say that this podcast is the length of a crap nap and we're getting to 24 minutes. So we're getting into like good nap zone pretty soon. Michelle, we're going to end this podcast. I want to know what your advice is for new parents returning to work for the first time. What are your things that like got you through it? And like, look at you, you look great. <laughs> oh, whatever you're doing is no. working. No, listen. Well, that's a tip in itself. If you're going back to work, get up before the kids because that's the only way you're going to look human. Yes. <laughs> At I least in that. my house. That's what I but, do. Yep. But honestly, no, main thing, uh, give yourself grace. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's it's a tough transition for sure. I think, you know, as moms or as parents, like we obviously want to comfort our kids. We want our kids to be happy, feel safe. So I think give yeah. yourself grace. You're doing what you got to do. Your kids will understand it. Like, you know, yeah. like now, again, my eldest is like obviously aware and talks and everything. So I was like, okay, mommy has to go work and she understands what that yeah. is, right? So, I mean, yeah. give yourself grace. It's going to all adjust. Take the help where you can, whether that's in the form of whoever is yes. watching the kids, whether that is in the form of some of these products we talked about. Just take the help in whatever way you can because you deserve it and it shouldn't be hard. And yeah, yeah that's kind that. of... Oh my gosh. What it is. I don't have anything else to say. I really like the tip. I learned that the hard way of like getting up before your kids. That took me three to four years to realize. Now I have had to make myself a morning person because my daughter I, is an early riser. <laughs> I still don't do it most days. I'll be honest, just because I like maximizing my sleep. But totally. if it is a day that I have to get stuff done, it's the only way. Yeah. It, and it's the best, by the way. Like, I really have become addicted to this time where it's just me by myself. And I love oh, it. silence. Silence and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> There's also Literally. something I think mental about it where it's like, I don't like it. If I'm sleeping and my kid wakes me up, that's annoying. But if I'm awake and I've sort of got myself together, it's like, you are welcome to my time. Thank you. Yes. You are welcome. I was awake anyway. Totally. Like there is something mental about that. Well, Absolutely. look, it's 26 minutes and 47 seconds. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves. We want you to be able to finish each episode in your crappy nap time so you can go back and change <laughs> things in your everyday life. I want to say thank you to Phillips Avon for sponsoring this episode um, and all of the materials that are on offer to you for free to make your return to work so much easier. This is definitely something we need to be talking more about. I don't think it gets enough attention. We kind of throw women and new parents back into the lion's den, kind of pretending that they don't have kids, we need to go back and we need to be prepared and we need to think about it. So I'm, I'm so excited that we did this partnership. Thank you, Michelle, for joining us. And as always, you can find more resources, tips, and tricks at babiesbestsleep.com um, or follow us on Instagram at babiesbestsleep or TikTok where I do 
<laughs> some fun things sometimes, but I'm still afraid of it. Have a good one, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me.